0: Just a quick producer's note before we get into this episode. Uh, this was originally recorded at the end of April, so you will you might hear Isaac and Olivia and Eric refer to things that were happening then, as well as Eric being on this episode. If you listen to the previous one, you'll know that um, Eric has stepped down from the Flyover Film Podcast. Um, so this is technically his, his swan song podcast, which is very fun. So y'all make sure to give him some love. And um, at the end of the episode, Isaac mentions that the next episode is... Um, uh, moon night top five performances of the mcu if you're <laughs> if you're a regular listener you'll know that that episode is already out so you can already go listen to that so uh sorry for releasing this one late i don't get paid for this oh my baby, baby one baby one when you're gonna give me some time Sharona? Run oh, run. Run run. The- okay, I don't feel right about saying that one part. Uh, always <laughs> get it up for the touch of the. Young I was like, I'm not even gonna say that. <laughs> what? I'll, what does that I'll mean? Specifically looking. I don't, to that I don't know.
1: I don't but know. I'm
0: kind of afraid. <laughs> <laughs> to say it on mic.
2: <laughs> for did some reason, I thought the music was going to be playing for all of us. Oh, so It was yeah. very weird just watching Isaac just jam out. I
1: thought there was going to be music where we could hear it in our headphones as well. <laughs> so Isaac was like in his own little silent disco.
2: He did a great job
0: of yeah. A- what I do at the my desk all day. Across. I'm just like listening to music. Like. <laughs> Recently, wow. I've been kind of getting back into music and um as opposed to podcasts all day and this we will talk more at length about how stacked this soundtrack is what would you expect from a link later film but um yeah this Not this much. movie was a huge boon for finding some more awesome songs to listen to but yeah uh, such a dirty mind always get it up for the touch of the younger kind mm. Ooh, i don't know about that uh the knack <laughs> I've definitely heard this song before, but I've never heard of the
1: neck. I, I like, definitely
2: have not heard of them either.
1: I, yep. I feel like this song is one of those songs where like, you know it, but you don't know actually what they're saying.
0: Yeah. It's just like, so, it is such a sick groovy beat. Right. Groovy.
2: Yeah. I believe this was the song they played over the first movie trailer for it. Um, when the movie was coming out, and it does capture the energy of the movie quite well.
1: Yes, yep. I agree. Yep. Speaking of movie trailers, what's everyone watching?
0: I'm Isaac Sims. We need to do our introductions. I'm Isaac I Sims.
1: Okay. I'm Olivia Clement. I
2: don't know why I'm pulling up my agenda. I'm Eric. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: we we just had to we had to do the introduction before we got too far into it. Um, but yeah, we're talking about everybody wants some today. Usually, we talk about places off forgotten by Hollywood, but this is an entry in our flyover essential viewing series where we cover movies that are essential viewing for the name for the flyover experience. And this is the most like one of the most like true to college experience movies I think I've ever seen because Days and Confuse is a lot more high school oriented. And I, I loved turning to Jess and just being like, yeah, this is, like, really representative of my time at
1: UC. <laughs> <laughs> I bet she Any loves way. that. I bet yeah. she loved that. Uh, so, we've covered the journey of Mr. Dewey Finn and his band of jolly fourth graders in School of Rock. We've philosophized and pondered what it means to be L-I-V-I-N in Days and Confused. And today, we will be debating whether we are Team Pink Floyd or Van Halen just as the baseball team did in Everybody Wants Some.
2: That's right. Today we are covering Richard Linklater's Everybody Wants Some, his spiritual sequel to Dazed and Confused. Everybody Wants Some follows a group of college baseball players as they navigate through the freedoms and responsibilities of young adulthood.
0: Chasing tail, drinking beer, <laughs> figuring out who we are. Come on, guys. Let's, uh, let's go. What, what university is this supposed to be set at?
2: It's supposed to be like a... Like a nondescript? Probably, yeah, it's, a, it's obviously in Texas, but I'm thinking it, from the feeling of it, it felt like a very UCA, small it, yeah, to medium-sized I'm pretty
1: university. sure I, I read on IMDb it was filmed at Texas State University.
2: Okay. Okay. So that's definitely small for Texas colleges.
1: Right. Right. Small town feel, so... So, yeah, this, uh, did y'all know any Isaac of the baseball a guys
0: good. at uh, UCA?
1: <laughs> my I had a
2: class with some of them. Yeah.
1: There was a guy that went to high school with Eric and me who was like a year younger than us, I think, that played baseball oh, at UCA. Yeah, that's right. I didn't really yeah. know him. I just knew he went to, to Southside with us. And then one of my friend's husband, her husband, used to be on the baseball team. He was like on the baseball team our freshman year. And then he, quit. So nice. I didn't know him when he was on the baseball team. But nice. he did tell me stories about the baseball team and doesn't sound too far off from what what these stories uh so from what we saw in Everybody Wants Some.
0: Yeah. Eric, I had yeah. cut you off when I was asking that question. What were you saying?
2: Oh no. Um I was alluding to uh what you were mentioning earlier, but this uh this movie definitely captures the college experience and the transition from high school to college very, very well, so I'm really excited to jump into it with y'all um I believe this was both of y'all's first time viewing of the movie, yes, yeah, 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 uh, for yeah. sure, so this is gonna be a great discussion tonight, yeah, yeah,
1: no, I'm excited. um, I would just like to say that I was under the impression that we were gonna like talk about what we re- we've been watching before we did oh, the introductions, right. which is we why I asked that. Yeah. But we can skip that. I feel like it's it's awkward now. We need to move past it. I want to do, move past it. We do it. it all.
0: We do it all the time. I mean,
1: okay. awkward. You're, up, you're
2: <laughs> that,
0: up, and we we <laughs> do talk about like what we've been watching. So um, yeah, um yeah. I'm not sure how much has changed because I think we, yeah. This we, like this is the first time in a long time that we've recorded an episode
1: within so a couple.
0: Yeah, within a couple days of like another episode, just because we've all been really really busy. Yeah. But. Uh, Let's let's do it. I think, actually, we could... I know you haven't seen it yet, Olivia. You haven't seen every uh, everything everywhere all at once yet, correct?
1: No, I am seeing it on the 30th of April. I was going to try to see it last weekend. Some things came up in my life, which is like... That has been the story of my life for the past two weeks. But I have tickets secured. I'm seeing them April 30th, so... We'll talk oh. about it when we probably record Doctor Strange. Gotcha. Nice. Yep. So
0: And very, I very think nice. we did decide that we are gonna do an entire episode on it, right? Or like kind of in tandem with our flyover Central Asian mm-hmm.
2: or flyover East Asia. We will be
1: talking Oh, I thought you were talking about, about Doctor Strange and I was like, mm, I mean, <laughs> we can talk about Wong.
2: <laughs> yeah long yeah. i felt like there's another oh yeah they whitewashed they
1: her. i was gonna say we yeah. can talk about how they whitewashed that's right uh what was her name sorcerer the, the sorcerer supreme
2: tilda right? swinton's character. character yeah
1: don't know what her character i don't name remember was. what her character's name was she was actually in two movies but oh really yeah mm-hmm. cause she was in doctor strange and then she shows shows up again in endgame I it's
2: completely forgot about it's kind
0: of hard yeah. because it's it's problematic, but it's also, like, Tilda Swinton's kind of, like, God. Um, like, I'll just give her a pass for, I mean, for her being in that situation. Not, the, not that she made that decision, it, oh, but yeah. that she took that role. Unlike Scar- uh, Scarlett Johansson saying, I can play a tree. Um, <laughs> it's like, there are only a couple people, I feel like Kate Blanchett and Tilda Swinton are, I kind of see them as, like, sisters. For some reason, I don't know why, I always have, um, and I feel like that it's just like you get a free pass, like whatever, like it's cool. Yeah, I'm just glad you're in a Marvel movie.
2: Classic, uh, definitely not the the actress's fault. Uh, mm-hmm. Who would say no to being in a Marvel movie?
1: Yeah, you get paid a crap ton of money to to kind of goof around. I mean, I guess she didn't necessarily <laughs> goof around, but it's like not necessarily one of those like really serious roles that she is so known for yep. playing same for kate blanchett exactly so anyway
2: anyway i completely forgot she's in a marvel movie as well
1: yeah i did too until i as i was saying that i was like oh yeah she's in thor ragnarok
0: we she was a good villain we yeah. um yeah she's uh, you know thinking about thor love and thunder coming out pretty soon man i like that, that oh, yeah. did y'all see that trailer
1: i did yes yes
0: yes got me excited not gonna lie yeah it
1: natalie definitely... natalie portman's gonna take us to the gun show she's uh, <laughs> 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 sorry eric i cut you off
2: oh no i i completely agree with that it was uh pretty awesome seeing her in the thor uniform
1: mm-hmm.
0: you gonna go see it
1: probably
2: not <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, away Disney Plus.
1: that was like the sweetest <laughs> Probably not. Probably not.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, from now on, we can just, like, it, it's, a, it's a softball. Like, you going to go see that, Eric?
2: Nope.
0: <laughs> like, every <I'm> time. Just... <laughs> well,
2: I really do love the Guardians of the Galaxy uh, You'll see three when it they, comes out, right? Yeah, they, yes, yeah. yes. and they, But they do look like the Guardians have a prominent role in this Thor movie, so. Yeah, yeah. You never know. Never know.
0: Yep. I, man, I just... I, man okay so we are doing our episode on moon Knight and like the best performances in the mcu pretty soon uh you and me olivia Mm -hmm. and i was like yeah like i've kind of started thinking about my list and like different arguments that i can make and what have you and then i saw that trailer and i'm like man i hadn't even like chris hemsworth wasn't even on my list and now i have to kind of like rethink all that because (laughs) he's like quietly the funniest Mm -hmm. like the funniest performer in this whole arsenal of cast and crew that they have right now because man he's just like that that scene where he's like if you ever chris pratt's like if you ever get who you are just look into the eyes of the the people you care about the most and he just like edges into frame
1: it's like it's so he just has
0: perfect timing it's so in that face oh my god like it turned into a meme at the day of immediately that's yeah exactly Yeah. yeah yeah yep yeah.
1: No, I can't. I can't wait for us to talk about that. But something that I do want us to talk about is this movie. Everybody wants some. Everybody because, wants some what?
0: Uh, Chasing no, tail. Kidding, guys. I'm just kidding. Uh, drinking, drinking, beer. Figuring out who we are. Come on, guys.
2: They definitely <laughs> use a lot of uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, offense? Not offensive. uh lingo for. What they're going after in this movie.
1: yeah, yeah uh this is I feel like we should say this off the top like this movie is set in the 80s, right yep yes yeah,
2: 1980 okay so, so the, it's set in they,
1: 1980 turn of the decade yep. uh and, and you can definitely like it's it's written like something that would have come out in the 80s uh it's it's exactly but I say that and again, like we said with days and Confuse a lot that's how guys just talk. Now does it make it okay I would say no That being said
0: But do y'all think that like This this movie's like He Okay so I was just looking at I have like an entire Kind of Reason behind this question I'm looking at the list of like every single Linklater movie that I've seen And I've Mm -hmm. seen most of them Which is most of like the feature stuff That he's put out there's a couple of like um, either shorts Flacker. or like I I've actually seen I haven't seen Fast Food Nation, um, but or Bad News Bears and some of those other ones. But like I kind of look at the list. And I'm like, dang, I'm like, I forget how much of his stuff I've seen. Mm-hmm. And um, I feel like he he is so unique because he's almost like a there's always tension in his stories but there's always this sort of like levity to them. Mm -hmm. And it's almost, I I kind of like watch the movies and I'm like, I get a, such a strong sense of how he sees the world and everybody wants some, I feel like is this kind of like dream of like, he's choosing to remember the best of his college days and in the best of like the people that he was with and not intentionally like covering up any of like the like problems that mm-hmm. men specifically create because that's some of that stuff is on display in this movie, but it's very like the stories that he tells is very innocent. And I feel like that's this movie is too, like to to a large oh, degree, man. but it's also like, I don't know, we had we didn't really talk about that with days and confused, maybe a little bit. Um, but Olivia, specifically you being the the female out of the three of us having watched this movie, like he's not a problematic director.
1: No, some
0: all. of the some no. of the guys are problematic in this movie, but no one's like a straight up misogynist. You know what I mean? Like that's what's interesting no. about this movie.
2: No, I and I I might be stepping on Olivia here, but um, I think it's just how, and I think Olivia said it earlier, I think it's just how 20-year-old guys act, mm-hmm. um, especially when you're in the college environment and you're surrounded by other guys. Um, that's just how a lot of guys act. And that's probably a huge generalization, but...
1: Yeah, no, I think that that is how 20-year-old guys act. Uh, I'm not... Well While well, I didn't necessarily surround myself with many guys like that when I was 20... I am not naive or uh disillusioned that those guys existed. I work on a college campus, so I definitely hear all kinds of stuff right and so i yeah i don't necessarily- I wouldn't necessarily be like, Wow, these are a bunch of misogynistic pigs, but I definitely wouldn't want to like talk to any of those guys like i and, and you see like you see the girls right in the movie react like like whenever they were just like driving and they drove through the parking lot and we first are introduced to uh zoe Deutsch. deutch
0: i would say Deutsch.
1: Deutsch. her her character beverly like they initially were like no we're not interested in you guys take a hike right and so so you see them get shut down and like like a like what i kind of expect with guys like that they're like they're a lesbian. As soon, as soon as they like drove off, I was like they're going to say something about them being lesbians uh, and they that was did. A
2: classic line.
1: Oh my gosh. But like
2: the uh, the other line that I love in that. It's like, "Oh, you don't want to talk to her. She's got a typewriter and"
1: <laughs> was, Died. Just like the, laughing the, the at that. She's stuff. a smart girl. <laughs> yeah. Cuz you like, know, <laughs> smart girls also don't are not interested in sex or anything like that. Like they they have higher. They're they're above that. Um, anyway, it was just so funny because I was like, this is exactly what I I expect those kinds of guys to say, right? Like, Mm. and and like these, these kinds of guys are depicted often in movies. Like I was thinking about this earlier of how, I don't know if you guys have ever seen John Tucker must die. It, while that movie is geared towards teenage girls, it very much, John Tucker is kind of the epitome of these guys. Like he'll do whatever it takes to get in whoever's pants and he is worshiped for it. Uh star athlete, that kind of thing. So, I mean, that has, that stuff happens all the time and he's in that movie he's depicted as a bad guy, but um yeah, but these guys, man, they're just so freaking lovable. I it makes me kind of mad how much I I really enjoyed these guys like seeing these characters develop. Um, um So, that
2: that that's a great uh transition to the question I have and next discussion point as with all of Linklater's movies, he has really rich and relatable characters. Who are some of the standouts for y'all, and um, what are the things y'all like about them?
0: The first character that we see is Niles or Nile, who's played by. Um, oh, he's. I don't. I don't know who he's played by. Um,
2: the, you're talking about the the Detroit pitcher,
0: the Detroit pitcher, yeah, Justin um, Street,
2: who used to actually play baseball.
0: Which oh, nice. Um, the, he's the first guy that um, that uh, Jake sees whenever he comes up to the <laughs> comes up to the house he just like it's a perfectly framed shot of like the vines and him sitting on the porch of the other house Niles and he just oh, looks yeah, over and he's yeah. like using the hand exerciser and he's like just kind of gives this weird look at him Um, that dude was hilarious because <laughs> he like is the embodiment of like male like needless male aggression
1: yes like just like unhinged it, and
0: that's and i just want to say this at the top like i had it later on but my big theory in this movie is that R- richard Linklater was like there are all these like guys are complex but not that complex but i could probably summarize like what it means to be a guy in general but also specifically in my 20s um with like i don't know eight nine ten guys and there's all these different There's like, there's a side of guys that are deep and philosophical. There's a guy, there's a part of guys that like, like want to hook up with girls and are obviously like, or whatever, like they want to, they want to hook up. Like there's that kind of sexual drive, um, like fashion brains, competitiveness, all the things that like Jess would die laughing at was like the guys just doing stupid competition back and forth. And she was, like, this is, this is, like, so accurate about, like, what it means to be a guy. And that's my theory that uh, Wyatt Russell's, like, the, the dude who just, like, ev- all dudes just want everything to be chill. And they just want to talk about, they just want to talk about their feelings. And, like, all guys are sensitive to some, uh, to some degree. Um, and then Niles is, the Detroit pitcher is needless aggression.
1: <laughs> yes, uh, without a doubt. Yeah, no, guys... Guys come up with the most random things. Eric, I don't know if you ever got to play garage ball with some of the guys that like uh, I went to church yeah. with. Do you yeah, know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Garage ball was this dumb game, but it was it was basically mini basketball in my friend's <laughs> garage, his parents' garage, with the little tiny little basketball goal up on the wall. Uh, and these guys I went to like church with and high school with, they played garage ball four hours, and would talk about it four days later. It was amazing, <laughs> but it's like amazing because that's what they would do all the time, and still to yeah. this day talk about it.
2: Oh yeah, it's it's like the uh, the little things, especially all the little competitive games um, that the, the baseball players play with each other. Um, the, the ping pong scene where McReynolds mm-hmm. is playing with uh, the main character's name, I already forgot him, Jake, um, and he just McReynolds just yeets the ping pong ball at him and it's like <laughs> that happens like oh, you're, yeah. you're playing for fun but then it's never for fun because you want to be the one who wins and if you lose you're going to get a ping pong
0: and thrown at you. another ubiquitous like male experience is like guys chanting your name after you do something <laughs> like oh, yeah. different times in the movie they just be like Jake, Jake, Jake Jake I don't know why oh, it cracks yeah. me up yeah, Wait, so
1: that a, is that something guys actually do? Yeah, oh, 100%. Okay. one hundred percent,
0: one thousand, yeah, one thousand. There,
2: there, there's a lot of little things like that, chanting random names, just making up complete lies, and like <laughs> they're talking about how the scout, there's a person just painting his house, and they're like, oh, that's a, that's a professional baseball scout.
0: He's and, a master of disguise. Yes, yeah,
2: <laughs> and just making up little, making up falses into thinking they're actually true, and just running with it, and seeing how long the joke can be played out. Uh, a lot of little stuff like that that the male um, personality can relate to. So, Niles was, was a great, great character. Olivia, who, who did you like?
1: And uh, I, okay, so I really like Glenn Powell. I've seen him in a couple other things. And, he man, he's just
0: amazing.
1: so... He's, he's so really f-
0: good in this movie.
1: Yeah, he's just so, like, damn charming. And, and there were so many things he said. I was like, ugh, this guy. But I can't help but love him. Like... Yeah, I don't know if you guys ever watched Scream Queens, which was a show on, yes. on Fox. He was yeah. in it. The first season's he's amazing. Trying. One of the best <laughs> seasons of television. Second season's trash. Don't watch it. But he is so good in that, that show as like the douchebag boyfriend. And he, he plays a douchebag And I mean, they're all I would argue they're all douchebags to a certain extent because they're baseball players. But he's so funny and so good in this. I, I was just, I didn't realize he was in this. And <laughs> When he shows up on screen, I'm like, wait a minute. Is that? Oh yeah! So so, I was really excited to see him in this.
2: He he definitely was my favorite as well, and yeah, Glenn Powell. Um, he he is a he has a like a charm about him mm-hmm. where he's like bordering the um, line between douchebag and you know warming best friend. Yeah,
1: mm-hmm.
2: um, he's he's great. He is a he's gonna be in he is in Top Gun Maverick, mm-hmm. and hopefully. He plays a, a large role in that. He has a great call sign. He's, his, his call sign is Hangman. I, I can't wait to see him. Oh, in yeah. Mai tai. yeah. I, mean, I just saw
0: that, and I'm super excited.
2: Yeah, we, we got little bits and pieces of him in, in the trailer, and he looks awesome. Um, but, yeah, Finnegan, um, my favorite Glenn Powell slash Finnegan moment was when he is trying to seduce the uh, girl at the theater party, and he's going <laughs> off about astrology. Mm-hmm. Um He's talking about, like, how his heart is wounded. That is 100% nothing a guy would ever say um, to another male person. But, of course, to a girl, nothing is off limits. So yep. um, that whole... And then the whole bickering or bantering back and forth between his friends when his friends jump in and just block him is... It's it's just so classic.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Man. He's, oh, man. Yeah,
0: he's, he's good. Everybody's good in this
2: movie. Oh, and my, real quick, there is a character that... <laughs> He is probably laugh to screen time ratio, probably the most uh favorable ratio for me was Butter Perkins. <laughs> oh, he's man. in the movie for about four or five minutes, but every time he's on screen, <laughs> it's just hysterical um everything that goes on around him and towards him.
1: But but we all knew that dude in college, oh, right? Yeah. Like we oh, all yeah. knew that dude who Baseball who, team
0: or not. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: Like who was constantly on the phone with, you know, his girlfriend or, you know, the significant other back home and, and just was a kind of a hick and small town and like, we all knew that kid yes. for sure. We actually I, probably I, all could name the same person. I bet if we really I, wanted to, I, since we all went to college together.
2: Yep. um, He was, he was great because like he's, he's in the movie and then granted, this is before the, the timeline. Um, this is before college is even starting and before yeah. college even starts, he goes off. I, I forgot, this, this movie takes place over a span of a couple of days but on the very first day of moving into the uh, house he goes off to visit his girlfriend <laughs> and I completely forgot about him until he shows up in the movie later. <laughs> I'm like, that's like 100% what it feels like to have a friend or know someone like that like mm-hmm. they disappear, you completely forget about them, and they come back and they're back Yeah.
0: Uh, oh, hey, what's up?
2: Yeah. Oh yeah.
1: yeah, you exist. Welcome back. Yeah. Was, says, uh, it,
0: um whenever whenever they're like, You had it out already, like when he comes downstairs in the house and the, she's he's like so glum and it's like so man, she 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 might be pregnant and they're all like they will just kind of stop and get really serious and they're like, Well, how late is she? And he's like, Man, like a day. And they all go, <laughs>
1: Oh, come on. <laughs> When he said that, I was cracking up, because it's like, man, if if that was the concern every time a girl was a, a day late, oof.
2: <laughs> yep. Um, yep. Yeah. Uh, no comment to that, but um, <laughs> what what's another great bit about the character Beauty, Beauty Perkins is another male thing to do um, is to just make up names for people that you know, and just <laughs> call them by the name that doesn't belong to them. and. I had to look up his name. It was Billy Autry, which is a pretty yep. funny name. But Beard Perkins is, as they said, of course, it is definitely more Southern. Be- Beard of
0: per- Perkins. that's like, it's like yeah. one of the first main things. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yep. So, of course, with, with all the rich characters, the other thing that stands out to me about the movie is all the surroundings and the setting of the movie. You start out and get introduced to the characters in the house they live in. And after that, I think they jump into a dive bar and then you see them hop around from all these different unique locations where you meet where they get to meet all these other different kinds of people, which I think is another important kind of theme of the movie is. Mm-hmm. Um and and this is very similar to uh Randall Floyd's character in Days of Confused. He kinda doesn't have his own he doesn't fit into one clique. He floats around and this is very similar to mm-hmm. um Jake's character. He floats around between all the different cliques. Um, which was was pretty cool
0: to see and after he 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 links up with the guy who his his buddy from high school who was in the metal scene or the the heavy rock scene um (laughs) and then finish and then is his name yeah finnegan Finnegan. yeah Yeah, finnegan's like like yeah let's go like he kind of gets on board like i don't care let's go party let's have a good time and like then when you get to when they're in that they're in the concert and they're kind of talking like feel like i'm having an identity crisis it's like it's that's such a kind of more insightful point about you know being in your being 18 19 20 is like man i'm just like doing a bunch of different stuff trying to figure out like what i like and who i like being around Mm and um you kind of think that they might get in a fight or something like his, his metal buddy and his baseball friends. And they all just kind of like, no, oh, we're different, but we're cool. Like, yeah. And, and, and it's, it's kind of like the best version does, of college in a way. So
2: right. In any other like comedy movie, it would be set up as those two characters don't like each other. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Conflict, but in Linklater movie, no, everyone loves each other. Yeah.
1: Which I feel like is, I don't know. I, Eric, I don't know what your experience, like, I don't know if you would say this, in my my perception of high school and, and also college, like it didn't really seem like there were like there were clicks, there were groups, but like it felt like you could kind of float from a group oh. to a group oh, yeah. without there being this like like mean girls esque thing where it was like you can't you can't sit with us, right? Yeah. Uh and so I appreciate that about like Days and Confused and Everybody Wants Some because you can like you can see that. Like you can float from group to group. And it's not this like, well, who's this guy? You know, right, it's right. it's like, welcome, join yep. join the party.
2: Yeah, um, and I think that that is unique. I think to the flyover uh, experiences, mm-hmm. um, getting to learn and interact with all these different kinds of people, and yeah, that that I one hundred percent relate to that. Um, you can pretty much be yourself and and learn about wh- who you want to be especially in the college life.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. This is like the epitome of like freshman year, trying to figure out who you are. And, and that, I argue that that's the entirety of college, but especially your freshman year, because you're like, like we've talked about earlier, like you're away from everyone. You're like your family. You're f- having new found responsibilities you've never had before. You're on your own for the first time. And so trying to figure out like, who, who am I and where do I fit in? in in this whole thing.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah. I had a
1: cool.
0: I had a friend. I forget to I forgot to mention this because my my mind is all over the place all the time. But I had a friend <laughs> randomly like meet another one of my friends that I knew from high school and just look at him and be like, "So your name's your your name like I'm not gonna say it on screen, but he goes like, "So your name's Chris. I'm gonna call you Toby." And <laughs> he, he's just like stares at him. He's like, "Why?" And he's like, "You just look like a Toby to me." <laughs> And then every time you'd see him on campus, he'd be like, what's up, Toby? But, like, unlike Everybody Wants Some where Buter was, like, everyone's around and everyone could, like, reinforce the joke, Mm. it would just be every once in a while, like, what's up, Toby? And he'd, like, just feel (laughs) a little bit worse about himself.
2: Like, this random
0: guy that I, like, never see, just... Yeah. When I do see him just call you, else. you don't,
2: you don't, uh, is that not a, a thing that that you and your friends do? Just call your maybe friends you don't like as much by completely different names?
0: Well, he did,
2: no. <laughs> not me. Oh,
0: um, see, that's yeah, bordering I mean, into yeah, like like less, less link later, more cruel, cool, <laughs> uh, mean girls territory. Yeah, no, I'll tell you all who it was after we're done recording. I, I, I can't wait to hear who it was. Like, yeah,
2: there, yeah. That's great. There's definitely three or four people that I know. I I, I might have just completely forgotten their real names at this point. But, <laughs> um, what, what were what, talk- what
0: oh, were some of the names? Or would it? uh Would you be shooting up a flare if you no, said yeah, that? I, I
2: can't. I can't be throwing them under the bus. Maybe another yeah, time. Yeah. But, uh, that's fair.
1: Yeah. Another
2: uh, one thing that I, I do like to do is um if they have a like a two syllable last name and. It's easy to switch a letter around. That's another great easy one to do to slightly mispronounce their last name, even though it's a very easy pro- name to pronounce.
0: Nice. Nice. Oh.
2: But uh, yeah, yeah. what were we talking about? Oh, some of the, the, the locations. So the Fox, I think, is the little dive bar, which is pretty much equivalent to the Bear's Den in Conway. Yeah,
1: which I read that link later. I think he went to Texas State. Oh,
2: yeah, um, I think he did. Oh, yeah. And
1: he sorry i just got a notification that my headphones switched to my airpods for whatever reason don't know what happened there but that's weird anyway uh
0: he went to sam houston
1: oh sam houston okay so yeah. he, he went to a smaller school anyway but there was a bar called the foxes or the silver fox or something like that where in sam like uh where is sam houston is it houston uh, it's near the Alskers. gulf yeah, yeah. okay when whatever town Sam Houston's in, there was a bar called The Fox. So nice. he, he pulled that in. And I was thinking, like, when I read that, I was like, oh, I would totally, like, if I did a movie like this, I would totally have a place called The Bear's Den or, like, The Den or something like that. Yeah. 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 So.
2: there There's The Fox, which is a great, great scene. Um, then we have The Sound Machine, which is the little disco bar where a lot of action takes place. Um, personally, one of my favorite scenes was, of course, when Niles gets into a fight with the bartender where he calls him Pancho Villa. Is that offensive? I I don't... Possibly, but... Um, yeah, probably a little bit. <laughs>
1: it probably but he, was. But of course,
2: he gets it uh, because he's the only dude on Earth who's ordering a screw, screwdriver.
1: Um, <laughs> that was like, so funny. <laughs> that scene's
0: great because, yeah.
1: <laughs> he orders a screwdriver and I'm like, that is like such a girly drink. <laughs> Which like, <laughs> hey, I'm not knocking a screwdriver. I like a screwdriver. It's just like, yeah, like yeah. he's a this like big like of
2: course yeah.
1: baseball player. So of course I'm like expecting beer or like at least hard liquor. And it's like, can I get a screwdriver?
0: <laughs> but but <laughs> yeah. what does he say? He's like he's like my sister drinks screwdrivers. Or yeah, the like other that. guy. Like,
1: it was a uh, I think Roper who was like my sister drinks screwdrivers. Yeah, yeah. And then yeah. that like I think pissed him off.
2: Yeah, yeah, my that, little that sister's thirteen,
0: and she drinks. It, it was something like that.
2: Yep, yep. And uh, there, there's one little bit in that scene that um, I don't know if y'all caught. Um, McReynolds, the captain of the baseball team, and oh, I forgot the, uh, I think it's Roper's character. Um, they're like off to the side, and when the fight breaks out, like Roper tells McReynolds, like you stay here, like stay back, and let us handle it, and it's. Little things like that, like, he's the team captain. He can't be, like, caught in the middle of a fight because it's going to reflect bad on him. Yeah. So he kind of lets, like, the the henchmen, the rest of the baseball team, take the ball for it. And it's just little Mm -hmm. stuff like that. Like, the guys, like, just being guys.
1: This movie truly is a movie about guys being dudes. Yes. The meme, yes, just guys. guys being dudes. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Dudes being guys.
1: Um. Yeah, no. I I thought about that the whole time. Also, I don't know about you guys, but the whole time I was like, I feel like I should be at least two, maybe three like Natty Lights deep watching this movie. Like just, honestly, yeah. Just I should for, I didn't like, drink whenever yeah. like a, an immersive experience, you know? Yeah. Like it, it yeah. couldn't be good beer. It had to be like the really the cheap thing you can find. cheap beer that you only drink in college. PBR. PBR. Yeah. Natty Light. Miller. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I can't yeah. believe I didn't drink when I was <laughs> watching yeah, uh, this. What's wrong with the, me? Although, a, yeah. When, it, when the movie ended, because it, it ends very unexpectedly, and you're just having such a great time. And you're like, oh, cool. Like, it goes it by so yeah. fast. And yeah. Jess was like, it's over. Like, she was yeah. so mad that it was yeah. over, which is like probably the, the biggest compliment that she could give to a movie. So, yeah. good job, Eric. Yeah, the, the,
2: it's, a, it's close to a two-hour movie, but it flies by so fast. Yep. Um, but the, the pacing doesn't feel rushed or anything. Um, there's a character that, of course, we have not mentioned yet, who is another standout, I think, personally, is Wyatt Russell's Be. Yes. Yep. I was
0: just about to mention him.
1: Yes. Yes.
2: Um, Wyatt Russell, incredible um, actor, of course, the son of the great Kurt Russell.
1: And Goldie um, Hawn. Do not disrespect Goldie right, That's right. I'm just kidding. I'm going to fight you, Isaac.
0: Throw hands Will- through <laughs> Zoom.
1: <laughs> that's right.
2: But yeah, the character Willoughby, I think the first time I watched this movie, he was probably my favorite. Um, but I think I would say Finnegan is my favorite now from my latest watch. But Willoughby's character, he, of course, is very similar to uh, the pothead from Days of Confused. Yeah. Name, I'm forgetting. But they link later uses both that character and uh, Willoughby's character to kind of lay out some of these philosophical conversations and thoughts that are way too deep for a 20 year old person to be having. (laughs) And it turns out Willoughby is like 35. Yeah.
0: (laughs) (laughs) It's so great.
1: Yeah, because wasn't he supposed to be a freshman?
2: He was a transfer as a well, transfer. so sophomore, junior, probably. I think I think he said it was a sophomore, but you look at him. The dude, it's Wyatt Russell's character, yeah, <laughs> and he does look like a very older
1: Slater. Old, Slater's Slater, name of the yeah, podcast. How can I forget about Slater? Yeah, uh, in Days and Confused. Yeah, no, he was he was cracking me up. Also, it was really funny whenever, um, oh, what was that dude's? That that kid's character, the... The other freshman? Yeah, that was just, just, I, it seems like he was also stoned the whole time, but I don't know if he was stoned or just dumb.
2: (laughs) Yeah, he had that, um, uh, uh, accent to him where he's just like, oh, yeah, dude, just want to
1: Yeah. Uh, now I don't even know where I was going with that. But... But...
2: Are you talking about the scene where they're, like, uh, smoking a bong and go off?
1: Yeah, and he's like, oh, yeah, yeah, that's what it was. Floyd. He was like, yeah. there's no way you can do that. And he's like, oh, yeah. And, and like, we'll be just, des- like. I grew
0: up on two rivers. I don't care if you grew up on 40 rivers. <laughs>
1: <laughs> there's no way. And then he does it. And I don't know. I, th- I really like White Russell. I feel like, like, of- when I see him in stuff, I'm like, of course <sighs> this dude is Kurt Russell and Goldie Hawn's yeah. son. Like, he could not be more their child. Yeah, um,
2: he he is great. Um, I I've only seen him in one other movie. I think the uh, there's a zombie movie, the Overlord. It's a zombie world war. Oh, I movie. need. World
0: I want to see that. I still haven't Two seen
2: it. He's he's in it. He's actually, I think, kind of a main character in that movie. Mm-hmm. But he definitely has that Kurt Russell and gold. It's it's a fusion of Kurt Russell and Goldie mm-hmm. Hans um screen presence and. Um, I, the, one of the, another minor detail in the movie is when they're all stretching for their first, before their first baseball practice and everyone is like stretching and he's just sitting there like crisscross applesauce uh-huh, yeah. and that was like a dead giveaway that he is not, he doesn't care that he's, he's on the baseball team and yep. like 10 minutes later, the coach comes and drags him out and no one has any idea what's going on. And he has, he lays that classic line. He's like here he, for he, a good time, but not yeah. a long time, which yeah. I think is the tagline of the movie.
1: Mm-hmm. He's awesome. He's also in Twenty Two Jump Street as another like jock.
0: Oh yeah. I haven't seen Twenty Two. I've only seen Twenty One. Oh, Twenty Two okay. is a
2: banger.
1: Twenty Two. I I love Twenty Two because they like they know exactly what they're doing with Twenty Two. Yes. Like like it's they know they're just kind of doing the same storyline and I they just lean into it and I I appreciate that. Yep. Uh yeah. Twenty Two is good too. I, I like twenty two. He's also in *Ingrid Goes West*, which I haven't seen, but I really want to because it's got Aubrey Plaza oh, awesome. and Elizabeth Olsen in it. And then he was in *Falcon and Winter Soldier* as John Walker. Really?
2: So yeah, good, I did good not performance. Know he was in a Marvel yeah. movie. Yeah. Yeah. Or show.
1: So yeah, it's kind of cool because yeah, because in *Falcon and Winter Soldier*, they the U.S. is like we want him to be the new Captain America, and. You kind of see how that, that progresses over the course of the show. So, and then their Captain America
0: commits war crimes in Crimea. Yeah. He
1: he Yeah. Yeah. Oh, the, man. One of the more like probably most intense and graphic Marvel scenes, actually. Yeah. He yeah. he is the one who does that. So anyway, but yeah, quite Good
0: good dude. Uh I have Great to <laughs> I have to point out do y'all remember that scene where they're, they're smoking they're, they're talking about Carl Sagan and stuff upstairs uh, yeah, with yeah. the hookah and they're getting high and uh, he's like alright let's try some yeah yeah he's like let's try it let's try a psychic experiment and oh, yeah. it doesn't work and Plummer's like uh, you were thinking about having a tail and he's like no oh, I was thinking about being a shark <laughs> and he's like sharks have tails and then Plumber goes, I wish I had a tail. <laughs> Shit, that'd be
1: awesome. <laughs> he like kind of <laughs> says it to
0: himself in such a good moment.
1: Yeah, that dude had, had some pretty good lines actually.
2: Oh yeah, he he do, he does have some great lines. Um, I, I keep going back to Finnegan though. If if we had to go off of quotable lines, I, I would have to say Finnegan. Um just because Glenn, the way Glenn Powell delivers um, everything that he does is is just way too good. Yep. Um, mm-hmm. So, how do we feel? So, okay, I have to. This was a question that I had written down to ask y'all. Were any of y'all gleeks? Because apparently, this Blake Jenner dude was on Glee, and this, that was kind of his gl- claim to fame. So,
1: so, I quit watching before he got on. I think I watched the first season and a half of Glee, but also I. Personally, do not like Blake Jenner.
2: Okay. So he, let's okay. let's go down this path of why you do not like Blake Jenner.
1: Okay, I feel like I'm I'm always the one to bring up this kind of thing, and I I don't apologize for that. I just I realize that this is probably not the most fun. So you guys know the actor who plays Supergirl, Melissa Bonet, I think is her name. Benoit. Benoit, my bad um and i said that sarcastically my bad sarcastically i actually (laughs) didn't mean that sincerely like my i genuinely did not know that was her last name or how you pronounced it so i apologize for that so they were married and they got divorced and there were shortly after they got divorced there were rumors that he had been uh abusive towards her uh like like he there was domestic violence within that relationship and apparently there were people were able to like put timeline stuff together because she had posted i think pictures where she had like a black eye and did did what's very common for for victims of domestic abuse where she was like oh i just fell like i'm like i tripped i'm a klutz whatever but later she she came out and talked about how she like she had been in her like it was long it was like a couple years after the divorce had happened and she had the relationship ended and she was like yeah, I I was in a domestic abuse situation. She didn't name him initially, uh, mm. but people were able to kind of put that together. Uh, I think he has since apologized. I don't know how sincere the apology is. And, and like also, I want to say, like there needs to be some nuance to that because I think people do make mistakes and I think people do get heated in the moment. Um, and I, I say that as, as someone who works with... I don't work with m- domestic abuse situations very often but there are two sides to every story Hmm. and i'm acknowledging that so i want to say that with nuance like my who i am as a person and because i tend to work with the victims and not the abusers i often have to like choose the side of the the victim and choose to like support them so well, that's she's doing why a lot I don't better. like him.
0: She's doing a lot better than he is. That's for sure. Can yeah. you imagine how rich she is from playing Supergirl?
1: Oh no, I can't imagine. Let's it's, actually. It, I thought I'm going to Google too, how much she made.
0: Hoechlin. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Because he's he's Superman, and apparently, okay, I've heard. I don't know how true this and is. He's
0: good in this. He's like a really good actor. Like, oh, yeah, this, this is the first thing actor. I'd seen him in, other than he has a supporting role in Palm Springs with and he's oh yeah and um he shows up and he, i'm like this guy's good like i've never watched it i fell off the cw uh bandwagon because uh, in college because i have self-respect for myself um but you were on this
2: if you had if you're on the cw bandwagon i don't know if you can make that statement. <laughs> i never had
0: self-respect
1: <laughs> so so going back to melissa how much she was paid Seventy five thousand dollars per episode
0: Holy cow! Okay, that's, okay, that's, I have to, I have to do in this. In one math episode,
1: real quick. in one episode, she has made more than I will probably ever make in my entire life.
0: Good so for her. So that's cool.
1: Good for her. She, Honestly, good for her. Yeah, she, I, I really, great. I, I, I like her and what I've seen. She was in Waco. I don't know if you guys watched that. It was like yeah. a mini series about Cold, right? yes about yeah. that that whole situation. Uh, Michael Shannon was in it uh what was that dude's name he was in Friday Night Lights he, uh
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. I know who you think Taylor
1: Kitsch yes, yes. Kitsch. he's yep. in it he actually produced it which I didn't know uh know that until I watched it but yeah she was really good in that so and then Tyler Holklin yeah I like Tyler Hol- Holklin too uh I I feel like we haven't really talked about him a whole lot I'm trying to think what else I've seen him in he was in something I saw not that long ago, and I remember going, "Oh, hey, that's S- Superman."
0: Yeah, he's got he's got this really striking face, and I'm sure mm-hmm. that uh, apparently the stuff that they're doing with Superman and Lois is pretty interesting and, and yeah. a little bit more grounded. I've heard. Um, that's I'm what not, I've heard I'm not too. Watch it, but um, but yeah. He, yeah, he's just he's got a he's got a great presence, and yeah, I uh, I hope him and Melissa Benoit. Here's the thing: I really like i like all of the people who are on the cw shows i just don't I do too. like those shows
1: i don't i really wish they would just put grant gustin as the flash in the dc Honestly. universe because boy the, the, yeah. who they, we don't need to talk about that i don't want to go into that right now but man i feel like great grant gustin's great as the flash like i remember being like this dude's Awesome, as yeah, Barry he's Allen. Fa-
0: he's fantastic. Yeah, another, anyway. another another Glee Glee guy.
1: Another Glee guy, yeah. Yeah. Oh. So I forgot Blake Jenner was was also in Glee. Uh, yeah.
2: Yeah. I, I, I of course I've never watched Glee. I you um, know I think someone forced me to watch um, the performance of "Don't Stop Believing," and I thought <laughs> my life was going to end that day. But
0: that's um, one. The Glee is one uh <laughs> one instance in which. I'm extremely glad that I was sheltered.
2: <laughs> yeah, it was very popular back
0: in the day. It I was know, really we popular. Were, like in like it was really popular when we were like in between fourth and like tenth grade, right? No,
1: junior it high. came no? out when like in two thousand nine. No, it was, was airing before ninth grade. It was Whatever. High Whatever. High okay, high fine. School, yeah, definitely. Sure.
0: Also, Melissa I, Benoit probably made ten point five million dollars. That's total. insane. yeah,
1: uh, yeah, no, it came out. I think it aired in two thousand and nine because i I know it the first season came out when I was living in Arkansas, and I didn't move to Arkansas till oh nine.
0: there we go. okay, which is the
1: only reason I'm like pushing against that. Uh, it man, that show is just so ridiculous. yeah, I yeah, yeah, <laughs> anyway. Blake Jenner was also in The Edge of Seventeen as Haley Steinfeld's older brother. Oh,
2: Does yeah. Does he play a completely yeah. different it's, character?
1: He...
0: Who is hooking up with her... Her best friend. Best friend, and she's yeah. all mad. Yeah.
1: Nice. He, I mean, yeah, he plays kind of like <laughs> nice. the popular jock, and he's very different from Haley, Haley Steinfeld's character, who's, like, nerd and not, like, cool, which is, like, so annoying, because it's Haley Steinfeld, and it's, like, she's... She, uh, no matter what she's she does she's going to be super cool because it's hailey seinfeld S- but anyway uh is
2: the edge of 17 is stevie nicks heavily involved in in or with the soundtrack
1: i don't honestly i don't think so oh that's unfortunate it is unfortunate uh hailey rich Haley lou richardson's in it uh kyra or kira Sed- sedgwick woody harrelson I,
2: I- I've heard good things about that movie. It's, it's, I really it like it. It is an it. awesome movie. I love it.
1: Yeah, I don't, honestly, now I'm looking to see if that that song is even in the soundtrack. It has to be. Like, why would you even do that? It could
2: be like the what Richard Linklater does, um name his movies after very famous songs and not even have them on the soundtrack. That's true,
1: yeah. I don't think it's, yeah, it's not on the soundtrack. It's not listed on IMDb.
2: All right. Well. Yeah. Um. we well, Oh yeah. We were talking about Blake Jenner. Yeah. His character was. I mean. He's. He does his job fine. But mm-hmm. he has just that dumb look on his face the whole entire movie.
1: The and whole it's, movie. He kind of reminds
0: would... me of Pete Davidson. <laughs> Do y'all see I, it at all? Like, if Pete Davidson just, was normal.
1: If he was normal, this is <laughs> this is his like normal version. Yeah. Okay. Because. Again, Pete Davidson always just kind of has that look on his face.
0: Yeah, it's just kind of a vapid, like like Pete Davidson is a smart guy, but like he kind of has that he kind of has that like I don't know what's going on look on his face right. all the time, and, uh, and Blake yeah. Jenner does too in this movie.
1: I, I will say his care Blake Jenner's Jenner's character's name is Jake Bradford, which is the most baseball <laughs> player name I've ever heard in my entire life. Like, yep,
0: other than the, Buter Perkins.
1: <laughs> you're Beater. right yeah, yeah. so yeah just total total baseball player name but yep. yeah no i did i did like kind of seeing seeing this movie through jake's lit like eyes uh he was not the character i was necessarily like drawn towards but i think that's okay
2: yeah he he definitely is uh um He's 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 a likable character and sure. um he does it does his role efficient um as being the person that kind of just floats around and connects all the different stories together. Mm-hmm. Um of course one of my favorite scenes, and this is towards the end of the movie, is when um they're getting hazed by the baseball team <laughs> and <laughs> just getting hit by baseballs and there's That scene about was hilarious. Guy. Yeah, it it was so good and Talking about the stories of a guy, I think losing an eyeball because he got nailed um, in the eye socket by a baseball. Yeah. And then, of course, transitioning into the finale of the movie, which I think is a very interesting contrast to what was done in Dazing and Fuse. They had kind of a small party scene Mm -hmm. um, with the theater major people. Which, no, I mean, no offense to theater major people, but like. They are (laughs) they have a very unique identity. Yeah. And that is I'm saying that as a very good thing. Yeah. And it it is is pretty awesome just seeing a bunch of dumb jocks um try to blend in and get some action at this uh this movie theater or at the theater major party.
0: Yeah. Um the the I forget the name of the girl who comes up and with (laughs) who's talking about the sex dungeon. Yes. Uh, Uh and later on, Plummer's like, yeah, I mean, she's not like really a dominatrix. Like, uh, like, <laughs> <laughs> like no. Ugh. But it reminded me, I tried to listen to the podcast where um, Julie, Julia Fox famously said <laughs> that she was um,
1: the muse.
0: She was Josh Softy's uh, muse on, on Uncut choms. And it was the most like, like I I I felt my brain melting trying to like listen to the whole thing, and she talked about how she was a dominatrix, and the person who was interviewing her said like, "Well, what's some like kind of going at this like female empowerment thing?" And Julia Fox wasn't saying straight up like, "I don't like want women to be <laughs> dominatrixes if they can help it," uh, and she's like, "Well, what what's something that?" you struggled with as being a dominatrix and she just straight up said uh one uh worrying that i would never get out of it and it's like there's this really awkward silence on the other end of the line Yikes. but it, it reminded me of that
1: i i do like how after that interview and everyone made fun of her for the way she said uncut gems uncut She gems? she's like i was in my defense guys i was really high <laughs> yeah no shit <laughs> yeah, yeah we we know we know for sure <laughs> uh, the, the dominatrix, her name was Deborah Cadabra. That's right. Yeah, Debra so Cadabra. Funny. I knew it was no, no, something. No, no, she wasn't a dominatrix. Like she, sorry, said, excuse yeah. me. She was not a dominatrix. It was a
0: theater, it was a theater. Production.
1: It was a theater thing. Yeah. Yeah. I, I truthfully do not think that I would be able to just easily go into a theater party like that. I, I just don't think it would be for me. <laughs> I don't think I could survive who I am as a person and how my personality is. I think I would just be so overwhelmed and so weirded out. Yeah. not to say don't do it. Like go for it. I don't know if you guys remember the uh, what is that stupid party that Hendrix has every year? The like uh, robots
0: uh, something tails.
1: Yeah. Tales.
2: yeah. Oh, I forgot what the name was. I don't coattails.
0: remember what it was. Co- not coattails. Um
1: uh... it was something something in robots. I remember yeah. that. But some, there's another college in Conway party. that, uh, that always threw like this insane. And I just heard stories. And every time someone talked about this part, like this giant party, this campus threw.
0: I was too afraid to go to it.
1: I yeah, I was terrified of like what was gonna happen. So that's I imagine it would be very similar.
2: <laughs> I loved when uh, Plumber opens up
1: the fridge and a cat just jumps out. Uh-uh. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and, and he's he like, he's like. Cat shouldn't be in there. <laughs> cat shouldn't be there in there, or cat shouldn't be cold.
2: <laughs> yeah, now that you mentioned that, Olivia, he was 100 percent stoned out of his mind. He
1: had to have movie. been, yeah. right?
2: Yeah.
0: No, yeah. I well, I feel like maybe he was actually stoned, the actor, but I feel like I feel like he is supposed to be that, like the pers- the embodiment of like dudes are just dumb sometimes, yeah. and some dudes 100%. are just dumb. Yeah, but I feel like he's supposed to embody that. Yeah, like like you, you moron! It's like right here. <laughs> so,
2: I, I love the the ending in this movie. Um, when they're just sitting in the classroom and it's the first day of class mm-hmm. and not even one minute into the lecture and they both fall asleep. Yes, I think that is that was just such a great ending. And and like Isaac said, I wish the movie had lasted longer. Um. I saw, I was reading through um, letterbox reviews, and there were people saying, Yeah, we could have gotten like a TV series out of this. It would have been amazing. Um, I did see, I read an article. I'm faintly remembering it because it's been years since I've read the article. I think when this movie came out, there was talk of Richard Linklater making a sequel to this. Um, nice. But of course, it's been five years since this one came out, six years now. Okay. And nothing's been done. I know that Linklater just did an animated movie about the astronauts in space, but.
0: Which apparently that, is really good.
2: Yep, I think that's something that I'm gonna watch. I did watch his other animated movie, Scanner Darkly, a couple uh, months ago now. I'm thinking it has Keanu Reeves in it. Yeah. Um, really, really awesome. Kind I don't know
1: Sorry to interrupt you. Yeah. I don't think I realized that that was a Linklater movie.
2: Yes, it is a Linklater okay. movie. This dude! Very, very awesome.
1: This dude is the epitome of range. Yes. Yep. Yeah. I, um, I love that so much for him.
2: I would never sit and watch the, whatever the Ethan Hawke movies are, but I appreciate that he's yes, done Yes, you the, would. Uh, <laughs> you could not pay me enough to sit through that. Um, same with Boyhood, but I definitely do appreciate the movies. He's done like School of Rock, this, Days and Confused, Slacker.
0: Have you seen Bernie? And
2: Jack Black movie? Yeah. No, I haven't seen that one.
0: Jack Blatt and McConaughey.
2: Have not seen that one. It's um, it's really good. <laughs> yeah, Link Lantern, he's he, he's such such an, the great one of the great American directors. Um, and is there any final thoughts from either of y'all on Everybody Wants Some with two exclamation marks? I mean, yeah. yeah. Go I ahead. was
1: gonna say just a banger soundtrack. Like I'm looking at the soundtrack right now on IMDb, and a scene that we didn't talk about. I mean we kinda of talked about this scene, but we didn't talk about this specific moment of the scene where the guys are in the car and they're just singing oh, yeah. along to uh Sugar Hill Gang's um what is the name of that song? I have to go back up. Rapper's to it. Delight Rapper's I think. Delight. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh my, my gosh. gosh. And it just
0: goes on for like five minutes. And that that's a note that I've made. You can never go wrong. Music is the ultimate it is it it is the ultimate melting pot. Like you can if you all vibe to the same song, it oh, is man. so easy to capture, even if like we're not actors, but if we were all jamming to a song and someone recorded it, it would be like a genuine kind of like, yeah special thing for anyone to watch because right. it's, because music evokes something so important in in everyone uh mm-hmm. i wrote I wrote down that too Olivia
1: it did yeah, go ahead, Eric.
2: I was going to say, did y'all watch the, uh, I think it was like the end credit scene where all of them are just singing and doing a musical number um, at the sound machine and all the various locations and sets they're at?
1: Yeah. No, where, I don't think yeah, so. Yeah, it was
2: pretty. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. yeah I'm, I'm sure it's on YouTube.
1: <laughs> My bad. I didn't know that was Everyone.
2: Ever. Yeah. It, it, it came on, I think, after the, the main credits ended, um, like a me- little musical number queued up and everyone does their own thing. I don't know if it was a cover, so I'm pretty sure they're original lyrics. Yeah, um nice. but yeah, yeah. It, was, it was a nice little treat. This they, is a
0: yeah. Go ahead. This is. I was just gonna say this is a great movie. It's not streaming anywhere, unfortunately. Most of his movies are not streaming anywhere, which is unfortunate because I think more more people should watch. I mean, if any, if if people are gonna say like, well, I've never heard of Linklater, and then we would tell them like, well, he did School of Rock, like. 90% of people would be like, yeah, I've seen School of Rock. I love that movie. Right. Yeah. Uh, it's like, well, it's a guy that did that. They haven't But like he none of his stuff like streams anywhere. That's just Good. really you got lonely. to buy the physical and media and yeah. support it. <laughs> yeah, true. I
2: I have to push the physical media um agenda. Um, there's like a a 30-minute um, extra bonus feature where there's it's just unedited extra scenes of of stuff that could have been in the movie and it's a, also a nice little treat and there's another little feature where Linklater is just talking about um, movies, and it's just mi- its just mind-blowing hearing um, an Artois like himself just go off on stuff yep. um, about mm-hmm. movies. It's—it's—it's it's, it's great to listen to.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Great. Great. Oh, pick, he also
0: did—he did Last Flag Flying too. That's crazy. I didn't know that. That's on—that's on Amazon Prime. I never saw it <laughs> anyway. Nah, I don't know what the, that is. <laughs> yeah. That was kind of a fart of a way to end the episode, but thank you for listening <laughs> to this episode. If you made it this far.
1: Yeah.
2: Yep. Yep. Go watch. Uh, everybody wants some and it should be able to rent, be able available for rent from a lot of the major streaming websites. Um, y'all did y'all watch this on iTunes? I watched it on Amazon, okay, Amazon. Amazon. I watched it
1: on, okay. on yeah, iTunes. So, yeah awesome pick eric uh as always you have a stellar track record of picking solid movies that i think everyone can relate to even if it's not something they would actually go out of their way to pick so thank you for the suggestion uh shout out to link later for being one of the greats yes
0: one of the greats
1: can i say it
2: better myself
0: yep Um, Thank you for listening. This episode was produced by Walter Lyle. Our music was by Corden Jocks. Our artwork is by Macy Lummis. Our next episode is going to be Olivia and I uh, discussing Moon Knight and the best performances in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. That will be a really fun episode. And remember, it's going to be a good year. It's going to be a good life.
1: That's right. All right. Goodbye, everyone. Great final
0: line to a feel-good movie.
1: (laughs) That's right.
0: And a great final line to this
1: episode. Peace out.